Hello. Hey there. Um, it says we're recording. I don't know yes, if we're it actually. Does. It says we are. All right. Well, then let's just jump right into this shit since we're recording. This is a bit of a a uh, a lighter episode for you guys. God yeah, damn we're kind of doing it different this week. Fuck this HDMI cord. We're just. I'm, I'm just gonna ignore it. We're going. Uh, David's not with us this week. I am Matt Harney here. Uh, sort of in the uh, IWC Nation studios. Recording through the Anchor app. This is a little bit weird, but we're going to see how it turns out. Yeah, we'll give it a, give it a go. Jason Rouch, as usual. Uh, yeah, there's Jason. No David. Um, I mean... Obviously, it sucks not having him, but we're gonna we're gonna move on without him, and he'll we'll be back next move. week. Yep. And so um, finally moved as well. So we're, you know, that's out yeah. Way. It it was definitely a hell of a week uh, with what I had going on and moving Jason and just everything else going on. We managed to get it done, um, and this episode's only a couple days late. So fuck it. Happened. Yeah. Hey. Uh, it's not going to be a long episode, but we're, we'll touch on Raw, we'll touch on SmackDown, and then Jason will uh, really tell you what he thought about the GW, GWR, yep. the greatest Royal Rumble event, which uh, uh, was not uh, the greatest anything. Yeah, greatest ass raping, maybe, of my colon. <laughs> so, uh, Raw opened up with uh, the Bruno San Martino tribute. Um I got to uh, I got to agree what, real quick with something that I saw Kevin Nash say, and that was why does wrestling do a ten bell tribute? Uh, that is totally a boxing thing. Uh, the bell should only ring three times, as wrestling only has a three count. Yeah, I, I you know I kind of have to agree with that. Uh, this, it, I mean, it's it's trivial. Well, and some of the it, people, some of the people on stage were just kind of standing there like. Okay, it's ten bells, but I I don't know. It just seemed it kind of seemed awkward. Yeah, it's honestly every one of them has seemed awkward since the Crispin review. Yeah, yeah, I I have to agree with you on that. To be honest, because it always feels like what what might we learn? Obviously, I think we know everything we were going to know about Bruno San Martino, but there it just it leaves that like, who is this going to be another monumental fuck up? Yeah, type of thing. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you can't really complain about the Bruno uh, San Martino tribute. Uh, the guy did really, I mean, he gave his life to the business. Yeah, and, you know, every business starts somewhere. And though we may be the, the young, and like I said, Shea Stadium was definitely, if you, you have to put yourself in that time period to understand the importance of what it was and just what he really did and how he has shaped what we have today. Uh, oh yeah, and there's no doubt you watch that pay per view and Shay. There, there is just a different vibe than you get from anything today because those people were genuinely they loved buzzed. him. I, I mean, they loved him. Like, I don't even think Hulk Hogan had that. Like, Hulk Hogan had admiration and fans and stuff, but there was just that was real like love of who he was as a person. Everybody kind of knew Hulk Hogan was this. Bigger than life, super. You know, he was portrayed as a super. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was a character. Bruno San Martino was a man. Yes, and so I don't know. That's why I just, I definitely have a bit more respect for San Martino than I do Hogan. But you know, that's me. I'm not a big Hogan guy to begin with. Um, I mean, Hogan's for a different generation. I I think um, even if we belong to that generation, uh, we 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 respect the the later generation a little bit. We caught the tail end of it. Um, especially yeah. me, you know, growing up, I, I mean, I was seven, eight when I started and it, I was a bigger macho man, ultimate warrior guy, even though, you know, looking back on warrior, he was God awful. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, the warrior, the warrior was just, was just spouting off, uh, random bullshit. <laughs> yeah. if, if so much, so much bravado and confidence behind it that you, you believed, the, what he was saying, despite the fact that it made little to no sense whatsoever, yeah. because eight or ten years old, you're like, this guy fucking means it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, 
that was a different time in wrestling. Now we we have more uh, paper, um, paper personalities. Yeah, it seems that way. If not as much substance, but you get some. Uh, so anyway, Raw, there wasn't a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, it happened with Lesnar, Heyman's against eventually Reigns segment. I'm sorry, that thing sucked donkey dick. Like that's all I wrote. Suck donkey dicks. Like, well, I mean, how how many more times do we have to deal with Lesnar and Reigns? The same promo, the same promo. That's all it feels it's like. Just constantly the same thing, and it never it never really grows. It's it's just it's just there. It, it's it's a dog chasing his tail. Yeah, and that's the worst part because it's supposed to be you know the universal title, this belt, you know the new belt, world heavyweight championship they've created, and it's like no one gives a fuck about that belt. I'm sorry, but if you were going to do it one more time, then don't do it at this greatest Royal Rumble event that's going to be on television, because now you've ruined it for the next pay per view because it's already it's already overdone shit, and now it's it's even more overdone the shit. Match wasn't even. I will get into that, but anyway. Yeah, I didn't watch that. That Jason's gonna. The only thing from the GRR that I watched was the Rumble itself, so I'll get into that. But the rest of the the show will be pretty much what Jason feels about it because he really bit the bullet. Jason, Jason sat down for all of you and watched five hours of horseshit. Oh my god, yeah. And uh, he needs to be, uh, ref- you know, just. Applause for that. Uh, um, yeah, and especially because I'm hearing I, rumors of a greatest Survivor Series, and I'm like, please, God, no. stop, no, stop like, no. shitting, no. stop shitting on the other pay per views by calling it no. the greatest something. Give it a, at least give these fucking, uh, and this is a, this really, these two words or three words are the overwhelming like theme of the greatest Royal Rumble glorified house show. Oh, yeah. Every single fucking thing that you saw about the Royal, the, the GRR after it finished, every single person used those three words yep. because it literally was what you would get from a house show, but they put it on television because it, the, you, you'll watch it. Yep. You'll watch it. And they tricked people into doing it despite it not being it worth was very well advertised. I'll put it that way. Dude, they they push it harder than the than than WrestleMania. It seems it felt that way. But going into it, the last two weeks, they put more into that than WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, uh, yes, definitely. And and it makes no sense. It doesn't. The show that WrestleMania was, and WrestleMania wasn't good. Oh yeah, and you know, just, and we haven't gotten to the review yet for the GR, and that's what th- this is like the raw beforehand, and so it's like this promo is. I don't know. It almost felt like they redid a promo that they did right before WrestleMania. So it's like, it just annoyed me even further. It's literally Brock standing in the ring laughing, not saying anything because he doesn't get on mic anymore, and Roman saying his shit, and Paul standing outside the ring, and then Brock holding up the belt, and it just, it's like, we've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it. Am I, like... Literally, I had to check. Did I start Raw from two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. It was it was like the worst way they could have opened Raw, in my opinion. Um, and then it yeah. gets worse. It gets worse because guess who's back on commentary? Uh, well, Booker, yeah, for this week. That was... Uh... Booker, I love Booker T. Oh, don't get God. me wrong. But the guy is, he's just, he is not good on commentary. No. And to, to replace Coach with him, like... Yeah, well, and I'm not sure if it's a permanent fix or if it was just a weekly thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, but yeah, uh, either way, really, they really are hard pressed to. Re- still, to this day, they are hard pressed to try and replace King and and Jr. I mean, you, it just even uh, Major League Wrestling that just opened up. Tony Schiavone sounds better on the mic. Tony yeah. Schiavone hasn't called wrestling in how many years? Oh Jesus, forever. Uh, and he sounds better. It's just oh, Tony Savannah could run circles around WWE's current uh, current team, in my opinion. Corey Graves is probably the only one that has his semblance of knowledge and just cohesive he, flow in what he talks about. I mean, sure, he fucks up. 
and he is a hipster, and I like to rag on him for it. Yeah, but he does the he does the the heel commentator. Almost he used to do, and he does it very well. Exactly, but you don't so, have Jr. You don't. Yeah, have the balance. Yes, we don't have the 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 technical guy like we have. Like we need to put Corey Graves and Mauro Ronaldo together. Like they need to be. Actually, I think they were together on NXT, but they need those two together. Like period. Like those it's two not- together would be fucking phenomenal. And 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 you know what? While we're at it, let's let's just get rid of uh, of Michael Cole altogether as well. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he had quite a few fuck ups in, on this Raw. Yeah. I know that Vince wants him to be the new Jr. But he also can't even seem to remember basic continu- continuity. Like he he fucked up. I forget what it was because I didn't even write it down. It was just so like stupid. But he he screwed up something about a title. Or someone holding the title, and it's like, dude, you were literally called that match. How do you not remember that? Yeah, it's it. It, it just he's not. It, it, what was it a few weeks ago? He was. He didn't understand how somebody could sign a con. Uh, Sami Zayn and, and and Kevin Owens. He didn't understand how they could uh, sign a contract if they weren't under contract. Oh yeah, Actually, and it's like, Corey, do you, do you hear yourself? <laughs> it's just oh uh, yeah well i mean well i will say this was probably the highlight of raw for me personally was the owens uh zane show segment yeah no i, I look forward to see where they go with that like that was and then when, when they pulled out that folding chair for angle like i was fucking dying like the only thing is like i feel like they're trying too hard to recreate piper's fit yeah, but they always have done something like that. I mean, you had you had, Jer- you had Jericho's highlight reel. You, but Jericho Jericho is a fucking uh, an overflowing geyser of uh, of charisma. This is true, and you know, uh, the Miz. You know, it took a while for the Miz to get Miz TV where it is now. I mean, it didn't start off. It's that not day. again. I mean, on SmackDown, but uh, Miz TV with just him and not uh, no Miz Taraj, no Maurice. It's kind of weird. Yeah, and on top of it, it just big cast sucks donkey dicks. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, yeah, I'm not a, big, not a fan. Um, McIntyre Ziggler music entrance. I I don't understand. Like they just need something. They can't. The no, feeling... they gotta. They, they just gotta find their edge. Yeah. I I feel like I feel like it works. I love them together. I like Zig, Ziggler as a heel. I really yeah. fucking. As a heel, and I think McIntyre gives him that fucking like McIntyre doesn't need to talk. No, but his promo, like I think it was a week or two ago, was just fucking. It wasn't bad. He doesn't. That's the thing. He doesn't need to talk, but he's good at it. So when yeah. he does, added fucking edge. Yeah. Because uh, Ziggler needs to be the fucking main yeah, driving point. Does. It needs to be the Shawn Michaels Diesel dynamic. Uh, if it's gonna work, and that's what we're gonna- I think it works better with Adam Cole than him, but um, that's just as soon as I looked at Adam Cole, I thought fucking Sean Mike. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I, in in the f- seven weeks we've done this show, Adam Cole has become one of my favorite people in wrestling. Oh, he's amazing. Uh, it, it, the look, the 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 voice, the 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 wrestling. He he's got it all, and he's going to be a fucking stud. Oh yeah, he's going to be a main eventer as soon as he gets to the roster. He was already a stud. Obviously, he's one of those ROH guys. Yeah, but um, the, yeah, but they squashed you know O'Neill Cruz, which needed to happen, and the promo <laughs> after was great. So yeah, and then um, let's see. I don't have full raw notes, so. Oh yeah, After I wrote down gender. Gender sucks so much ass. I mean, it was Mahal versus Gable. The match was boring as fuck. Oh no, and you knew Gable was going into that getting the win, and you didn't give a shit because fuck Chad Gable. Yeah. It's just I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm. I mean, Selton Benjamin. All right, I'll get behind that. The guy's been around forever. Well, see, I like <laughs> Gable because I watched him in NXT a lot, so I like him as a wrestler. I think he's fucking amazing. But they don't like they. He needs to be with Jason Jordan, and they need to be American Alpha. Like that's just what they got. That's how they got over both of them, and they were an incredible tag team. And WWE was so fucking stupid for breaking them up. It's to me one of the dumbest things they have done was breaking those two up. 
I mean, it was well, and they they seem dead set on Gable and now Benjamin being a solo guys well, yeah, and Jordan. I, I never know. thought that was going to be a long term thing, anyways. But um, I mean, I can see Benjamin social solo way more than Gable. I think oh. Gable. Like, hopefully, they're setting up the return for Jordan because they did hint at that. Well, and Jordan's been gone off TV for a while, so I think they're trying to, you know, just re- rehash whatever they're doing with him because whatever they tried last year was a fucking. Well, yeah, I think they realized that the angle sun angle was. I mean, God, I so bad. Angle sun angle. Anyway, yeah, no, it just didn't work. It was just stupid. It was like you don't need to do that with Kurt. You don't need to be outlandish with Kurt Angle. He sells real world shit. To a point, what I mean, like obviously it's still wrestling shit, but you don't need to sell that this random African American wrestler is somehow uh, his uh, illegitimate son. Like you just just didn't. I just think there's better storylines out there these days than than that. I mean, I think we've kind of gotten past that basic bullshit. Well, killed that fucking angle. Yeah. there and then it gets worse after that because you got the you uh, you got Booker fucking up talking about the universal U.S. title. He can't seem to figure out which one's which. Booker doesn't belong there. I once again, I'm not I'm not gonna blame Booker for that. But Booker, like Booker, doesn't... Booker. It's like the titles don't even look the same. Like there's nothing remotely. Like I don't know how you fuck that up. He's been in the business long enough to know the difference. Like, come the fuck on, dude. Wait, one belt, goddamn red. All right, like it's goddamn red. <laughs> It's, it's just bad at that. You know what Booker was good at? Feuding with Stone Cold and Goldust inside of a Seven uh, Eleven. Dude, well, yeah. And Booker, like, I've even listened to his podcast. He's great on his podcast. But I swear, like, when it comes to commentary, that is definitely something he should not do. No, he's not good at it. There are so many better. I mean, Coach isn't good at it. Um, But I coach at least kind of. He, I don't know. He he's like Saxton. He stumbles through it. It's not, un, it's cringeworthy sometimes, but it's also not the worst. So, I mean, yeah, I can. The problem I have is he's no better than he was before he left for ESPN. This is true, and that is kind of, and I think the only reason he came back to WWE, is ESPN was done with him. And this is probably his last job in the public eye. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, obviously, if Tony Schiavone can get it, I shouldn't even say that. Tony Schiavone, uh, he, uh, what's going on? Uh, no, huh? All right. uh, yeah, I was hearing some weird sounds going on, but um, no, he can't even hold Tony Schiavone's jock, so I shouldn't even put down Tony Schiavone. Because yeah. uh, Schiavone, as far as I'm concerned, is as good as JR. Maybe not, okay, maybe not as good, but he is almost on that level as far as a, a play-by-play. Dude, t- my, I, you don't watch a lot of TNA, or at least especially the old stuff. I'll have to show it to you, but Mike Tanay and Don West, like both those. I love, both those I love those WCW guys. Tanay, Shivani, Zabisco, like that was wrestling when I started watching, and they fucking painted a picture. Yeah, Mike, they, Tanay, Mike, Mike Tanay was great in TNA when he was commentating there. Yeah, I, I love those guys. Um, so uh, I'm trying to remember based on Rob, we had right. we. Uh, a really spectacular match with Braun Strowman. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the tag match. The, t- the tag match ended it because the only thing before that was I wrote Riot Squad is terrible. That promo hurt my soul. Yeah, I'm just skipping that. I'm. I mean, Riot Squad can can just ride off into the well, sunset. And it's part. just fucking dumb now because it's a heel goddamn stable that never fucking wins. So it's like, uh, okay, whatever. Who cares? And pushing stables anymore just doesn't make sense. I like stables if they have a fucking purpose, like Undisputed Era has a fucking purpose. Yeah, and that's the only stable in WWE right now well, that needs a guy. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that's the no. That is technically the only stable because stables four man or more. Um, but Vince doesn't want stables. He doesn't want yeah, manager. Okay. Any of the things that sold, but that's the thing he doesn't seem to realize is stables are back in now. Like it's 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 like the nineties again. It's like the Attitude Era. Stable. Tell me, the most popular stable in the world because I don't really need to ask. But it's Bullet Club. 
<laughs> well, and what's the popular thing in wrestling right now? And then hand, next to it would probably be Los Ingobernados de Japan. I mean, they're right up there. And up there also, the only thing that rest, that, that WWE has going for it in that sense is the broken gimmick, which they are just, just, just barely starting to let Matt do something. Yeah, and that's because I think, you know, like I said, it all boils down to Vince did not think the ultimate deletion was going to be successful. And, you know, and he's having to bite the bullet and realize that actually, yeah, that's what we want to well, see. That's the kind of shit we want to see. And, and not even, it doesn't need to be all the time. It's just, it's like that's no. that's some of the stuff like we love about re- at least me personally has loved about wrestling is just because sometimes it, you need that little ridiculous and especially if it's done as well as Matt Hardy is doing it, it's fantastic. I, it's, Matt it's, Matt gets it, man. Matt, I mean, it's like well, he's like Mick Foley, and that's why everybody bought into all three of Foley's characters is because he became those characters. Well, yeah, he you sell it a hundred. One hundred percent. Yeah, and it it it, it 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 really shows when you do that, in my opinion. You know, but no, you're saying the main event with Lashley Strowman versus Owen Zane, which also is, well, it's also been booked for backlash as well. So, well, hopefully Lashley doesn't almost drop Zane on his head. Yeah, that was a little. I was like, oh. <laughs> that was a little scary, and then it, it we will get into it in the GRR because he did it again. Oh yeah, uh, yep. Bobby can't fucking pull the move off. Stop trying. Yeah, stop doing it. Because you're going to kill somebody. Yeah. Or stop them up there so fucking long. Yeah, no. If you if you can't do it with, just stop the little hand wave. Fucking take him up there and do it. Like, I don't want to see somebody get injured because you're fucking showing off, Bobby. And and that's uh, I felt I felt scared for Sammy and I felt scared for fucking Cass uh, at the GRR. Yeah, and was- he dropped Cass on his head oh, at, at wow, the- uh, and it and it totally took away from the Shane McMahon spot because if you're a smart mark, you're going, but is Cass dead? Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you know Shane getting fucking thrown through the table. That was. I was watching my roommate Hamilton, who's not a wrestling fan, and he's just like, how long is Shane going to do this shit? Yeah, I don't know. That's what we know. (laughs) I mean, you know, but uh, it's, I mean, I just don't know why the Lashley, Strowman, Zane thing is being booked for backlash, but whatever. I mean, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. And... Give Strowman a belt. Just yeah. well, the rumor. Against. The rumor going around right now is that Strowman might be the guy to take out Lesnar, and then eventually Reigns will beat Strowman for it. Uh, okay, okay, do that, but without the re- the Reigns part. Yeah, it let Strowman be a fucking monster for a year. Yeah, because I'm I've been hearing a through people for an entire year. The the the. The the current rumor mill, at least, is uh, Strowman winning the belt at some point and then facing Reigns at 35 and Reigns going full heel. But Vince is not going to do that. So I don't believe the full heel crap for a minute. People like already say, oh, well, he's already heel because he gets booed so much. I'm like, no, that's not real fucking heat. That's not real heat. That's that's all right. That's fans like that's just all the time. Yeah, especially a lot of like the live fans. They're booing him because there's other people booing him. Because there's our fans, a lot of fans like me or you, you know, do you and David there that just are kind of sick of him to a degree. Well, maybe not you, but uh, stop getting there real quick. You just you know, you're you, shoving it so much in your face. The way I look at it is, for the last uh, seven weeks, I've watched Vince McMahon take a fork. Sit in front of a, a, a an electrical output and stick it in there and go. Nope. What about now? What nope. I, nope. What about nope? Still nope. 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 Well, eventually, it's gonna work. And it's like, no, Vince. It it's not. It's not working. It's simply not working, Vince. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, apparently, unless it's Titus O'Neil sliding under the ring on accident, uh, we're just not going to get Vince pushing. Oh, and the best part is that's a shirt now too. So, 
Oh no, the the fact that Vince had them replay it eight times, the fact that the the announcers couldn't hold their cool, like that was that was the legitimate best part of the entire GRR. If, oh, yeah. if you're asking me, uh, and I, I hope Titus takes it well. Like I hope it's not something where he feels like he's being dogged because I'm sorry, you made it, you you, you slid under the ring. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Let's all be happy it didn't happen on Raw when the fucking LCD is up there. Yeah. I, I... He put his head straight into a fucking screen. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> he would split straight into a fucking screen. That's so. terrible. So anyway, uh, Raw ends on a, a 10-woman um, tag team match, which was, you know, really only fucking fap, uh, you know, if, if you don't have porn to look at. We had you had um, Bliss oh, put Bliss up promo. Yeah, well, Blair, burying uh, poor Naya in that promo, uh, talking about her stealing food from the homeless man and eating it in front of him. Like they are doing a great job making her be a complete and utter bitch. Oh yeah, and I love just what Bliss is doing with the whole. Uh, you know, she's just flipping the script. She's, you know, she's pulling the Trump basically, and it's, yeah. it's fucking hilarious to watch because just, people it. are. You could just see people are getting so mad at her and just hate her. Like I just see so much like shit towards her, and I'm like, man, that's a good fucking. She's so good at what she does. She's really good at what she does. She knows how to get heat and really good heat, and that's just I, I couldn't compliment her more more enough on that and plus she's fucking oh my gosh she's so sexy well, even though you could tell that and, and I figured I mean I figured out during the match what you, we found out after she basically did nothing in that match and wore a t-shirt and that's because uh, she did have breast implants so the G- the greatest Royal Rumble brought us one thing and that is Alexa Bliss has bigger tits yes I am, I am happy that she's got bigger tits um, awesome. I'm Charlotte, Charlotte went and got big boots too. I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, it, it, it's not going to hurt um, as long as, you know, they're not so big that she can't. Work. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, uh, especially because, you know, Bliss is a, is a, teen, a teeny woman. She is, she's what, five foot one or two? Yeah, something like that. Not, not a very big woman. Her whole gimmick for a while was five feet of fury. So, yeah, she's like five. Yeah. And Little Miss Bliss and all that. I mean, the match was, was what it was. It was yeah. it was just another thing to get Rousey on the screen for a little bit. And, and it did that. Uh, and they're protecting her, and they're going to keep protecting her. Uh, you won't see her wrestle any big matches until at least six months from her. I would son. say SummerSlam probably, yeah. Well, that's the show we're supposed to go to, right? Well, and she's advertised for SummerSlam. So no Survivor Series is Survivor Series where we're supposed to go. That's right. I'll be ready with my brand new Rey Mysterio shirt I just got from him along the, as well as my uh, my autograph Rey Mysterio picture that I just got today. Because yeah, uh, pretty sick, dude. That shirt, that shirt's right awesome. Now. Yeah. So now I have something to wear when we go to Survivor Series. Dope. I I won't have to wear my uh, I'm a Kristen Waugh guy shirt, which I love. <laughs> you know. It's just the the looks I get. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people who are you know, but <laughs> a lot of people. I don't. always have to tell you know. I mean, sure, what Chris did was appalling. Like I, I, I never can condone that. But it's just people always. <laughs> I hate how people nitpick because you know people still listen to fucking Michael Jackson. People still do you know when there is a, a famous person who does something horrible in that type of manner usually their body of work is not reflected i mean it's it's not damaged they are damaged but their body of work isn't but what comes what's different about that is they were just like cosby he was just a sick fuck chris had fucking brain injuries that caused this well and also massive amounts of steroids but yeah well, I mean, also, you know, WWE, you know, if half the stuff they pulled in the 90s and early 2000s got out, they would be done. But oh. but it, it won't ever get out. And sometimes, like, the JBL stuff, it does. They, they're able to somehow keep it under wraps. So, oh, no. I mean, even though JBL is a piece of shit. I'll give WWE credit. They have one hell of a PR department. 
I mean, have to. Because I mean, they fucking know how to spin shit when it looks like like they should look horrible. Down with the steroid thing in the nineties. I mean, what's yeah, gonna? Vince, yeah, Vince got lucky on that one. All right. Good lord. Yeah, well, we're on SmackDown, so. So, uh, Miz opens up the show, Miz TV, calls out Daniel Bryan, and we get Cass, and I really hope this isn't like a regular thing where Cass comes out with the suit and slowly puts a jacket on and pulls out a watch and shines it up and puts it on, and it's just like, we don't need this, like, all the time, Cass. This is like, dude, you have that southern tang, like, I don't give a fuck what suit you wear. I'm not gonna. You just are not a credible. Well, he comes off as whiny, just whiny. Like, oh, and I had to spend seven months on the fucking shelf. Yeah, well, do you know that he spent three years on the shelf and probably was never going to wrestle again, Cass? You just tore your ACL. We all knew you were coming back. And then, like, and then his his promo was just fucking terrible. And I mean, it was Joe Schmo. Like, really, really. No, talking about Daniel as a fucking plumber and just Joe I grew because I didn't want to be Daniel Bryan. Like, so you just willed yourself fucking six, seven feet tall. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> and he was talking about how. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, wait. So you just like prayed or yeah, like what? You taller? Like that whole thing made zero fucking sense and it made him look stupid it just, it, it, to me it fucking tanked him any credibility he has that he as a heat is now gone well the only thing it does to me is i want even more to see daniel bryan kick his ass yeah yeah well see i think they're gonna see daniel bryan till oh i don't if daniel bryan is just coming back to put big cass over then just go to fucking NJPW and just oh, he'll write out if that's what they're gonna do to him if they're not, if they're just gonna like basically keep him where he's currently at he won't stay there he'll leave um, no he doesn't deserve that he's bigger he has no reason. I mean I don't know if I were him I would I would fucking leave if I were him I wouldn't stay there if they were gonna pull that shit but yeah it's just. And, and uh, like, literally, nobody's interested in seeing Cass Barry Bryan. No, and nobody wants to see Big Cass wrestle Bryan. Nobody wants to see Big Cass really do anything because he's not that great of a wrestler. He's just a big, tall guy. Put him up against fucking Braun, and I'd be a little more interested. Yeah, I would. Giant versus Bryan. Big Cass isn't Kane or The Undertaker in their prime. He can't wrestle nope, like he, that. So, he doesn't have steak. Yes. And so is not a charismatic person, but you buried him under this mystique and this fucking like you built it up with with uh, with Paul Bear. Obviously, Paul Bear is gone, so you you're not gonna have that. But it just it, Kane Kane was a character before Kane ever was Kane. Yeah, and, and you just you don't have that with Cass. You just no. have Cass being Cass. And Cass is kind of a fucking asshole, and he's just annoying. Like it's, and maybe that's the trying to heat they want, but it's like it's not gonna make me. It's not getting though. true heat. That's getting. I don't like seeing you on TV heat. So I'm gonna fast forward through this and not watch it. Like that's, that's what that does. That makes me. That's that's. I think I think Vince thinks that's what he's gonna get with Roman. But the thing is, Roman is to a point where if he turned heel, everybody would want to hate him so bad that it would work. Yeah, and well, the problem with him going full heel is I you know a Triple H style heel is I just don't think he has it in him. He, you know, I, he he seems like too nice of a guy outside of WWE in the real world, and so. That's kind of part of the problem. I with I think his his status is his personality doesn't. He's not Randy Orton. Yeah, it's, his personality doesn't. I don't know what's word I'm looking for. It doesn't relate to his character. I get what you're saying. His character and his personality don't connect. 
And so it's I, I, you can see this disconnection from, at least for me, on screen when I see him. I can see who, whatever his real name is, if it's not Roman Reigns. I can't remember. I don't fucking remember. It, no, it's something unpronounceable. I'm, I am I apologize to any Samoan listeners. I can't pronounce the man's name. Yeah, anyways. Um, you know, he seems like a great guy, and he's great with his fans. And so you'll, you can see that. He's a great-looking guy. Just everything's there. It's Vince has ruined him. Yes, and it's been book. It's been shit booking, and it's been, it's been Vince's insistence to make him like almost like a Hulk Hogan, where it's just this constant winning and constant. It's not even like with John Cena. John Cena, like it took it took fuck five six years before I was burnt out on John Cena, and it's because they booked it rather well. For and I'm watching that ear, well, I'm like. My my beginning of John Cena was like the white rapper John Cena. Yeah. Oh, I love that shit. You know, I mean, that was my favorite version of John Cena. Is that's when I stopped watching, and then all of a sudden, like when I come back, everybody hates John Cena, and I'm like, wait, why do we hate John Cena? Well, because a lot of his matches after I'd say, I don't know, after he wrestled Edge, after his feud with Edge, is when I kind of stopped paying attention to him because. It just became repetitive. And it just, it it just almost, same thing. Yeah, and the Orton feud kind of took, you know, I think that's when it really started or started sometime soon after that. And him and Orton just feuded way too fucking much in every goddamn match possible. And it was never interesting. And it was one of the reasons I, you know, one of the big reasons I went to, you know, I started watching more TNA and I started watching more indies and stuff for years, you know, quite a few years until WrestleMania 30. Is because I was just like I was done. It was boring shit. It was the same stuff. Like I could have sit there and almost predicted the booking because it was there was nothing that was surprising. And then then of course you had shit that was just doesn't even make any sense. I could go on forever about that. But oh yeah, well I mean that's <laughs> we we could we could fill a, a book with that kind of shit. But uh, well, we're gonna move yeah. move on. Um, Right after the uh, the cast promo, well, not right after, but shortly after, we we find out that Daniel Bryan got attacked in the back, and uh, of course we know who did it. Yeah, of course. So, um, whatever. It just wasn't really much of anything. Um, that leads into the Iconics coming out and cutting their cringiest promo. Oh, they're great, but see, I think that's the, that's their whole thing is to be cringy. If you've watched them in NXT, that's their whole thing. And it drives people fucking nuts. And uh, I don't know. It, it was better done in NXT. I'm still not sure if I like it on the main roster yet. Uh, but, I mean, they are both, are, especially Peyton Royce, she's a very good wrestler. Uh, is far, far superior to Billy Kay. Yeah, Billy Kay is definitely the less lesser of the wrestlers. But I don't know. Sometimes Kay's better on the mic than Royce, so it's kind of like that's why I think they're really good together. Uh, they work well, and I mean, I thought the match was pretty good, honestly. For the no, match was fine. The yeah. match was the match was uh, just and the, the heel cheat win was fantastic because you know you don't see that much these days. I don't know why they st- the heels don't use the put their feet on the ropes like they used to, but it. I mean, it used to. I heard some people really upset about it, it burying Asuka even more, but I don't feel like it, that's not her at all. She didn't get the pin. It's not a clean win, and she didn't get pinned. Yeah. So what is Asuka? Nothing. It does nothing to Asuka. It does absolutely <laughs> fucking zero to Asuka. It does it hurt Lynch? Yeah, it does a little bit, but but that's but because Lynch, of how they've been pushing it. Yeah, she doesn't have anything anymore. It's, I mean, I'm sorry to say, but Lynch is nothing compared to Asuka as far as stock is concerned. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it sucks because Becky Lynch was, you know, in NXT, she was incredible. And she's a damn good wrestler. The, the, the whole Irish thing and the, 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 the fire red hair and just like her whole thing. I dig it. But it's not over. No, and that's part of her, her issue. Is she needs to find a way to better communicate and connect with the audience, and to change up her gimmick a smidge because it's it's just no, it's stale. I mean, the steampunkish not thing with you know, and now she's wearing a onesie and it's really weird. So, 
I don't know. I I kind of enjoyed her getting you know pinned because yeah, you know. yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Looks good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not to well, get then too. we got uh, Rowan but, versus uh, what, what was it, Jay Uso? I, you know what? I really like the way that they used Naomi in this match. Yeah, I thought it was good too. I don't want to even use the word use Naomi, but uh, Naomi is utilized as a complete and total decoy to get a quick win on Rowan, which I think the Usos needed. Oh, to keep the to keep the feud interesting Just and relevant it. because they've been getting squashed and beat the shit out. Yeah, no, it helps. It gives a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of ability to the Bludgeon Brothers taking anything from them. And uh, it just... You can't have the Bludgeon Brothers just stomp, 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 stomp. It just... It will get... Yeah, it will run its course. They they actually do. And I think that's why, you know, the Bludgeon Brother um, Uso feud will go to at least extreme rules, because then they'll probably give an Uso's a balance in the feud, and that match will probably be their send-off. And I, I, I enjoy that. Like, it, it, it's, it, I think it's working. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm interested, so. But then we go back, right back to it down with uh, Carmella Flair contract. It just, that was so fucking obnoxious. Like, Ugh. when, when she's, when they're trying to do the contract signing, and what's her name, the announcer is literally telling her, like, can you be, like, just what professional, please. For, for a minute, and she's like, I get that's the character, and it's totally working if that's what I'm supposed to hate. But fuck, that was just I want to skip this fucking segment because she is just it's too much fucking stupid. Yeah, it's not even that she's like the heel trying to just rub it in her face and be a cunt. It's the you're just you. You sound like this 16 year old teeny bopper who just thinks she knows everything and it's like I, I can't listen to that. Yeah, and the only thing that got out of that was I did pop when when uh Charlotte put her face into the table. Oh yeah that was great. I was like oh I popped for that. Like yeah. you you did that right because you made me like really... threw the fucking desk on her too. Like you made me that annoyed with Carmella that yeah that was fucking fantastic. I oh, love yeah. to do that. Yep. Uh, that definitely was a big highlight for me. And then the this next thing again, I don't know what who 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 thought this up. It had to have been Road Dog because he only thinks up stupid shit like this. Because um, Orton comes out and does the same fucking thing that Jeff Hart or no, sorry, Hardy came out first, and then Orton does what Jeff did like the week prior. Like, Jeff so- stops before Orton's music even comes on. Like it's obviously set up, and it's just. What's the point of this? Like, oh, the call back to last week. Oh, they're trying to one-up each other. And it was like, okay, so we get this. The Jeff Hardy and Orton are probably going to be the U.S. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want Orton and Hardy getting along at all. I want Orton being a fucking asshole and causing Hardy, you know, hardships leading yeah, up. Orton needs to, like, go full back to full-blown heel. Like, he's, he's not a asshole. He, he, I wouldn't classify him as that. Yeah, I wouldn't classify him as an asshole right now. Like he's just, he's just there. He, yeah, no, he's just existing when he should be the asshole. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Orton <laughs> fan in the world. I, I hate his fucking guts, frankly. But yeah, he's it just asshole. And then you know, with the, him versus Benjamin, it was like whatever. I mean, I, I didn't give a fuck. No, I've not seen one, like, like I said, I totally understand trying to push Benjamin, but you haven't put one interesting Shelton Benjamin match out there. Yeah, you're not helping the guy at all. It's boring, boring. And, like, giving Gable the win over fucking Mahal, it's just who the fuck cares? Benjamin's only good match so far I've seen, like, single-wise, was against Nakamura. And that's Naka carrying him. Yeah. Which, by the way, Naka as a fucking heel is fantastic. Found house going for it. Yeah, it definitely is one of the better things going on right now. He should have done that from the beginning. Yeah, the guy is not a face. At least not in not in WWE's. Not in that that realm. No. No. 
And then, you know, we have the club versus Rusev, English, and Nakamura, which, you know, it was bad. It was a good enough match. I enjoyed uh, English, like, singing out during the match and whatnot. I I just love seeing the club together, you know. That always makes me happy. I like seeing AJ, Carl Anderson, and Don Gallows together. It always makes me happy. Yeah, I mean, you're going to see more of that. Uh, I, I I really think they're gonna they're gonna push that kind of stuff. Um, it was it was a good match. There's nothing really more to say. Yeah, I um, heard that. What was that? That was my ass. Yeah, well, Jason farted everybody. Yeah, well, well. So that's farts. Let's let's move into a quick uh, segue. Uh, segue to the Graves Royal Rumble and let you talk about what you want to talk about and I'll throw some shit in there and we'll take it on home because that's really all we have this week. Yep. So Jason sat and he and he watched five hours. Yeah, I did. I don't know why I did because I knew going in exactly what this was, exactly what it was going to be. be I mean, I've been a fan since I was seven fucking years old. And well, here's those three buzzwords. Glorified house show. I, I just, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so fucking like uh, irritated. Like I can't even figure out the right fucking words because it's not even the fact that they over promoted it. It's not the matches just, even if you're going to, do a basic house show like this, what this was supposed to fucking be. It's like at least do something a smidge different, but none of it was. In fact, half the matches were full of botches. Like Triple H and Cena had a couple of botches. Like one of them was bad. Like I was like, what the fuck? It was see, like Cena jumped off the top rope and like Triple H barely like was trying to catch him in a spine buster. It just it fucking looked like shit. It was well, bad. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, but compared to what he used to do, is Cena not sort of mailing shit in right now? Well, yeah, he's he, he's kind of he hasn't really done any. I mean, he, his last really good run was was with AJ and Kevin Owens. Everything else has been shit. But it just I don't know. The match bored the fuck out of me. I didn't really like it. It was kind of painfully average. I mean, I understand the crowd was into it, so it, you know it got the show. Well, yeah, I mean, you open up a show with with uh, Triple H and, and Cena anywhere, that's going to get the generic crowd into it. Yeah, and you're not going to get the Smarks into it. Well, those, those generic fuckers—they're going to love it. Yeah, and I don't know. It just, <laughs> Why follow that? That. With the cruiserweight title match. Oh Jesus! And that was just—I'm sitting there going. Compared to the cruiserweight match at WrestleMania, what? Like, where do you? Oh, it was—it was—it was, it was crap. I mean, it was—it it didn't even—it shouldn't have even been on the card. And that's really sad because, like I said, Alexander's good and Kalisto is good. It's yeah, so both are good. They're—they're they're good. But it was just thrown on there, and they were given like six minutes, I think, if that. Um. And it, which blows my mind because you're on a five hour fucking show. So yeah. why the fuck they didn't have more time? I don't know. Um, yeah, that was fucking awful. And let's see what match was after the cruiserweight title. Um, I think Jeff and Jinder was next. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I can't, yeah, I can't remember so. the fucking order. Because uh, I know the Jeff and Jinder match set me off because that was just fucking horrible. Well, Ginger just doesn't belong. And that's why he's losing matches to fucking Chad Gable on Raw. Yeah. And... Just Ginger, you, uh, trust me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say, a year from now, Ginger's gone. It's possible. Or if he, he, he's just going to forever be that mid-carter foreign bad guy that everybody beats. So, is <laughs> what he was. You know, it just it sucks that I, I just want to remember him not ever having the belt. And the only good thing that came out of him having the belt is AJ beating him to win it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, at least AJ didn't lose the belt to him. Orton did. So, you know what? Well, okay. Well, the Punjabi prison and all that. Just oh, my God. Like, I just. Horseshit. 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 
but there was just so many things. I don't know. This show it was just, it was hard to get through. I mean, I had to smoke a lot. What, what, what in what in your what in your mind was the highlight? Uh, no, 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 in the fucking ring. Okay, besides that, what? <laughs> me- <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that's the that's the most memorable thing to come out of it. What was the best match? Uh, it was the ladder match. Um, and uh, it wasn't even really a great ladder match. Honestly, they barely <laughs> used it. it kind of. I understand the finish was the finish was what made it kind of good for me because it was different. They hadn't done anything like that, and it just I, the way they the way the camera angle was. You did it was surprising. So Rollins just got up there. It was it was great. Like I liked the ending. I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm like, match was okay, but I'm like, I enjoyed the indie. What did so, you think of the uh, the Raw tag team title match? That wasn't bad. Um, I mean, I, Bray Wyatt and <laughs> was going to go. We knew who was going to win, in my opinion, especially because the bar is on SmackDown now. But I mean, it was one of the better matches of the night. I almost want to give it the, the match of the night just because you know they they won the titles and pretty well. And, well, that was the only title change of the night. Am I wrong? Well, technically, it wasn't even a title change because, because it was a vacant yeah. title. So, right. And that's the other thing is why people call it a glorified house show. Not a single title change chance. Like, we figured they, I mean, we figured they weren't the only one people thought might change was the universal. But even I knew that wasn't going to fucking happen. No, it's, it's a mulligan. They want you to pretend like that didn't happen, but you fucking sold the show. You made it WrestleMania by your fucking advertising. 2.5, 2.5 is what they fucking did. Yeah, and, and so when when it's just the same outcome as... How many Brock uh, Roman ma- uh, matches now have been the same outcome? Well, technically this is only like... Well, I mean, because they've each ended differently, they, but they've always had some kind of weird thing going on. Like, you know, Seth and him... Or, or not Seth. Seth interfered in the first one, and this time, you know, thirty-four Brock hits him with six F fives, you know, and a little bit less suplexes. But otherwise, it's the same fucking match. You know, the cage match was literally the same fucking thing, except for the finish. You know, the spear through the cage and shit, which technically Lesnar lost. They botched it because Lesnar didn't hit the ground first. Reigns did. So but they just gonna you're just gonna go with it. Yeah, they're just gonna go with it. They the finish got fucked. I mean, I, I it just was fucked up. You know, they they were and then the announcers were trying to like weave it so it made sense. And it's like that makes no sense. You guys just convoluted it even more. It made it even more fucking stupid. And it just I don't know. It made me really sour even more on Lesnar and Reigns than I was prior. And Which is like not what she wanted to achieve out of that it's match. Just like it made me, it is officially turned me the fuck off to anything less, it's, less it's, it's, it's related. Do it again. Don't do it again. Like, I just, uh, I, I won't even watch. I don't even think I'll watch the next time they wrestle. Like, it's, I'm not like, why waste my fucking time on that? I, I just would rather watch quality wrestling in ROH or an old New Japan match or something instead of watching those two fucks again. Like what about um what about the casket? Uh yeah it was shit. I mean what's even sadder about that is Rusev got more fucking offense than, than John Cena did. That that but that might be the best thing about that match. That's the only thing that was Undertaker might have saved Rusev's ass. Let me just tell you, because Undertaker, from what I understand, sold for Rusev. He did a little bit, yeah. I mean, if you're selling for Rusev, then Vince is going to go, oh, shit. Maybe this guy's onto something if Mark, if Mark realizes it. Well, and, but, and at the same token, Taker is, his ego is kind of big. And- That's what I'm saying. If, if Taker is willing to, to sell for you, he didn't sell for Cena. Yeah, he didn't sell shit. But I think that was the way that match was supposed to be set up, and I, because it, I seriously think they're going to do Cena Taker next year, and they're going to do a real match. Um, I, I can see it. I, you I, know, you 
you and I spoke during WrestleMania in our group chat, and you and I both decided, hey, that should be the last time we ever see Mark Calloway in a ring. Ever. Like, he exercises WrestleMania demon. He's done. It doesn't need to be. Let it doesn't it... need to happen. Just let it go. Let, let it stop. Like, I, I understand, you know, hey. I, I, I looking back, I wish the Cena thing, Taker thing didn't happen. Um, I wish they just would have not done it at all. But you know what? It did get Taker the win. I loved seeing the entrance again. And, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna complain too much about Cena squad. The fucking movies need to end. Undertaker needs to end. Yeah, it's, it's time. I'm done with it. The guy is 50. He is 50. Well, now Kane, Kane's got elected mayor by, you know, he won by 17 votes. So congratulations, Dan. Uh, Good Anybody running against Kane? Yeah, and so Kane, you know Kane's gonna be Kane's done, done. I mean, I expect it to be. Good for him. He should be. Go he be. Should, yeah, he should have been done like five years ago. But whatever. We don't need to see fat pot bellied Kane wrestling anymore. No, we didn't. Especially in the main event against John Cena and Raw. Like I just still cannot believe that fucking happened right before WrestleMania. I'm like, yeah, this is the what you guys thing Kane when he first started, when he first came around, and when they first. Did that whole Kane thing. I fucking loved it. And I love Kane through his whole run. It's over. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he's definitely going to go down as one of the greatest big men ever next to Taker. It's just no question. His well, run was that good. Their but... careers are, are, are forever connected. Yeah. and But like you said, it's just... It, it, Cena's on his way out as well. So it's even more reason for people like Triple H and the older guys... You know, from 2005 prior, I'm just going to go right, right around there. They need to stop. They all need to go. It's it's 2018. You've got this entire fucking, you've got probably the best roster you've ever fucking had talent-wise. Just across the board. No doubt. No doubt. Um, talent? not utilizing them correctly. And that's what's fucking, you know, even Steve Austin's talked about this. It's blown him to, it blows his mind that they, they should be pulling in attitude era numbers, but they're not. Well, I think personally to me, is PG is never going to put attitude here in numbers. No, out. it won't. It never will. Um, they'll never break. What I don't understand is why they don't do like Stone Cold and do a PG and a, a PG thirteen show. See, I, I don't know. I th- and I'm hoping like when Triple H gets more control or Vince dies, um, that you know NXT kind of morphs into that show um because i don't think raw and smackdown are ever going to change i think they're just in their their molds and they don't they're corporatized now and they're just it's it's not going to change it it doesn't have to you know and i and i knew that was going to happen when wwe became a publicly traded company i knew that was going to happen that there was that they were going to become formulaic to a degree and but my but that can't be a bad thing if they just book right, and that really is what boils it down to. Is the booking is fucking awful. And uh, yeah, it 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 just doesn't show any signs of anything changing. And uh, and you know, even the greatest Royal Rumble itself, like the match itself, was, was just straight into that because that's what we're gonna take it home is is the Rumble match itself. And I think you and I have two very different outlooks on it because you watched all five hours of the show. I watched only Rumble. And I really enjoyed Rumble. But I can totally see where if I sat for five hours and that was the fucking cherry on top, I would not be happy. Uh, I was happy Strowman won. It was very happy yeah, yeah. Strowman won. He was, he, he was my pick. Like I, he was next to Lashley. He was the one I had figured to win it. But um, like the fact that they gave fucking uh, Rey Mysterio's uh, length record to uh, to to Brian. even though uh, I mean you got to think it's a little bit different with a thirty man to a fucking fifty. Yeah, man. and I just I, I just that kind of also bugged me a little bit is that they were trying to like push that record and I'm like but it's not the same rumble so I'm like you can't connect them. No, Ray still gets that as Ray far as I'm sure. Ray, Ray was also fantastic in that rumble. 
and not to uh, mention, this is just the like greatest role. This is just some fifty man one off thing. There's no world title shot at WrestleMania. It's not part of the the canon. The canon, I guess, it, um, it nothing. And, you know, Stro- sure, Strowman got a cool looking green belt, but it's like, who the fuck cares about it? Like, it's the greatest Royal Rumble belt. It doesn't matter. That belt. I mean, <laughs> I just hope he doesn't fucking, like, show up on Raw with it and, like, actually start defending it. Like, I don't want that at all. That, that belt should be put in his personal fucking it's like a, collection. Yeah, it's like a, a collection item. Like, that's what it's you It is a bona fide trophy. It is not a championship belt. Yeah. So, it's just, I don't know. The whole show. Like, by the time I got to the Rumble, I was just like, get this over with. I'm like, I don't even, like, especially after Lesnar and Reigns and that shit fest, I was just, the Rumble, I mean, the Rumble wasn't too bad, but, you know, compared to this year's Royal Rumble, it was not on the same part. This year's Royal Rumble was fucking amazing. Rumble. The lie. The name was a lie, but uh, I mean, but it wasn't bad. And you know, there were some spots. I mean, thoroughly just watching that. If you want to call the Grace Royal Rumble and you make it a show where you only have the Royal Rumble, that fifty-man match. <coughs> excuse me. Um, I, I would have enjoyed that so much more than five hours of nothing matches that mean nothing and advance no story and just don't belong on any type of recorded television. Yeah. I just... uh, Titus O'Neil, though, he definitely stole the show. That was, I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it because, see, I didn't even know, like, because I started watching, I didn't watch start watching the Greatest World Rumble live. I was probably a good two, three hours behind. Right. So, it happened, you know, it was all over Twitter and Facebook, because I saw something about Titus on Facebook, and I'm like, well, I gotta get off Facebook real quick, because I didn't even know what it was. And not even, like, ten minutes later did I actually get to that point in the Rumble, Uh, but I I mean, I didn't know it at the time, but I was watching it, I just, I I, him coming to the ring, and all of a sudden they start busting up laughing, I'm like, what, what's so, like, and then it instantly goes back and shows the replay, and you know, I was dying. Like I, I've never seen anything like that in my life. It was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, the and the stories. I mean, first of all, the fact that the announce team completely cuffed their shit. <laughs> they could not keep up, and the fact that Vince was apparently in the back dying, and they replayed it eight times. Yeah, I, I was gonna say Vince, Vince clearly was the fan if it got replayed that many fucking times. Well, and I think also part of it is Vince doesn't like Titus. I don't think he ever has. And so he, of course, is going to capitalize on opportunity to humiliate him. And he, he certainly did. That was, that was embarrassing and hilarious. But Titus also, I mean, he has to be a little, a little happy because I, mean, I can only imagine that shirt's probably, it says, what was it? slip, slide, or dive. Like tight, and then on the back it says Titus Worldwide, and it's it's in there. It's in the Greatest Royal Rumble colors. It's fucking hilarious. Hey, if he can make some money off that, yeah, I'm so I'm like, you know, I'm like, I guess it's not all that bad for him because he's probably gonna make some good, good, good money off of that. So I hope he had a good laugh about it. I hope he didn't take himself too seriously. It's and like, dude, you've been a jobber for a long time. That's your defining. It could change his whole standing in the company. Well, like I mean, it could. It could. I mean, there's no doubt that could honestly that one moment could make him popular enough to make him relevant. I'm not saying championship relevant, but relevant. Yeah, I mean, especially if they pair like I don't know. I I wouldn't think it's a bad idea if they get it right. Bobby with him with Bobby Lashley, like Titus O'Neil and. Bob Lashley and Apollo Crews, like throw them all three together, kind of create this new nation of dominant. Don't obviously make an Africa theme kind of thing going on. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Not, not put put these fucking three beefy ass dudes together, and maybe you know, and then you got Dana Brooke there as their little intern chick, and then maybe get get one more guy just to have four accident. Have this short blonde, uh, non, uh, not at all tan woman with these dark, dark, dark black guys. I mean, 
that 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 is not an accident. <laughs> it's just, but no, I think it would be, you know, it wouldn't be that, that weirdness. Uh, why that has to be even a thing, like. But well, that- yeah, I, I don't. They just didn't have anything to do with Dana Brooke. I mean, honestly, I don't really care about her one way or the other. But I, I mean, I think if they put Tyler she- Cruz and Bobby Lashley together, it would work. But. Yeah, fuck it. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're, that we're, show was just five hours, fucking of of glorified house bullshit. And I hope to, I, I oh my god, I just never want to do that again. But I, I, I did, I did enjoy the overindulgence of the fireworks show at the end. Yeah, that was nice. I mean, because it's been a while since we've seen a, a fair amount of fireworks. <laughs> Saudi Arabia throw some fireworks up in the air. I'm fucked. But yeah, I all in all, the show is not great. Um, it achieves nothing uh, besides giving Braun a marquee victory and something that they probably won't ever fucking revisit. Yeah. Well, supposedly, from what I hear, it's a fucking 10-year agreement to uh, produce events in the country. And, uh... Goody. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, guys, that's what you get for the week. Uh, We actually went a half an hour longer than we expected. Yeah. Pretty good without David. Um, I'm hoping uh, our voices weren't too annoying. Hopefully. Um, (laughs) Anyway, we hope to have David back next week. But uh, if you get just me and Jason, fucking deal with it. You will like it. Uh, I think we do just fine. Uh, everybody, have a good week. Jason, I am about to finish recording. So you have a good fucking night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Everybody in the IWC Nation, uh, enjoy Raw for the week and SmackDown for the week and everything else. And hopefully it doesn't suck ass. Yeah, well, hopefully. Have a good night, IWC Nation. All right. Good night, guys. Bye now.